What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Star Wars Jedi Survivor, developed by Respawn Entertainment, published by Electronic Arts. Jedi Survivor, I was super stoked when they announced the sequel. I loved Fallen Order. Absolutely. Everything about it was super oh fantastic. God. I I barely recommend saying anything wasn't good about that game. Um you know, Fallen Order? Yeah, like yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, remember yeah. having a lot of problems with I don't, it. I don't, I don't think we did, and that that was the great part about it. Like, I went into it, and we discussed this before, but just for a quick recap, I, yeah. I went into Fallen Order going, <sighs> we'll see. Yeah, you know, because just the slew of Star Wars games that we had Ugh. had were not great. No, they were terrible. No. And quickly into that game, I was like, this is a whole other level. Yeah. This game is fucking awesome. For reals. So I was the same, man. Like when they ended the Fallen Order and I was like, there's a sequel. Mm -hmm. They set this up for a sequel. There's totally a sequel to this. Yeah. Right? So stoked. Yeah. And then when they announced it, I was like, fuck yeah. Yep. 100 yeah. percent. oh yeah the like the the wife and i were super find me when i can pre-order yeah right exactly <laughs> oh no exactly the wife and i both were like holy crap we're totally gonna end up getting this it's gonna be great there were a couple of things that you know made me a little bit worried i do remember that that part of what i didn't like about the first one was the the was that the only real cosmetics that you got were for yeah. the ship and for your you know your poncho yeah, which I, and and that bothered a bunch of other people, but I well, really your lightsaber. I was gonna say, but the thing that I liked was the cosmetics for the lightsaber. Yeah. That really was able yeah. to make because a lot of that what looked like what you can get at Disneyland. I was about to say I. I almost basically recreated the lightsaber i built in Ex me too like, yeah. i literally was like oh yeah that's right the lightsaber that we built because i mean you know the six of us right yeah um you, justin who was on for our mass effect stuff yep and then th so the three of us and our, our all of our significant, significant others. others yeah we all went to disneyland one year 2019 it was great ah, we had a ton of fun. So much fun and that was the first time we went to galaxy's edge and we yeah. all went and built lightsabers it was a real fun thing to do with the with the big our big oh god when Yoda starts talking. I know. They definitely know how to hit those buttons. It's fantastic. Shout out to Galaxy's Edge. Heck but. yeah. We'll be back. I promise you we'll be back. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, being able to do it. So, so you know, when they come out with this one and they're like, it's going to be more open world. I was like, yeah. Like, I'm playing, like, I, I, I played Elden Ring, so I know what a FromSoft open world game is kind of supposed to feel like. And I was trying not to compare the two. Because I knew that that this wasn't going to be that. Like if you've if you've touched Elden Ring, you understand like the size of that world and how it works for what FromSoft likes to do. Yeah, yeah. But in a Star Wars game, I was like, all right, like maybe it could work. Like I'd be cool like to run around on Hoth or you know like on a Tauntaun because that was the other thing they said that there were going to be mounts. Yep. And I was like, that'd be cool. I'd love to have like a Tauntaun mount right around on Hoth. Maybe you could bring it to like Tantu T Tantooine. Tantooine. Tant <laughs> Tatooine. We're, or uh, we're creating new, new, uh, new planets here. It's uh, inbred. <laughs> inbred. <laughs> um, Tantooine. Yeah. You know, they were talking about having companions. So there were new things in this game that I was really looking forward to. Yeah. Some of it, I think, hit really well. And there's quite a few things that I was like, eh. But 
you know, spoiler free review for those of you who are interested in that. I highly recommend this game. I really enjoyed the heck out of my time with it. I don't feel like it's got a ton of replay value because I did try to go back in after I beat the game and I just didn't have it anymore. And there isn't, there's like not even really a ton of stuff I was excited to play after that. I, yeah. I dipped into Diablo 4. There's a couple other things I was looking at playing. And I've, I found it very easy to be like, yeah, I think I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's 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 kind of my thing, right? Like, um, I was super excited about the game. As I said, like, pre-ordered it the minute that I could mm-hmm. because, the like, was Fallen Order was just so good. And it's weird. I don't really give a fuck about customization in games like this. Yeah. I, re- I really don't. Like That's how my wife feels. Yeah. So, like, I collect them because I'm into collecting shit. <laughs> but, like, I don't, I don't customize my character very much. I customize the shit out of the lightsaber. Yeah. And I still always will. Like, I think that is cool as fuck. It, it, it just, it makes it feel a little bit more personal to me. Exactly. What poncho he's fucking wearing or not wearing in this game, <laughs> for instance. Like, I don't care about this yeah. shit. Right? Like, <laughs> do I have a mullet? I don't, I don't fucking, Yeah. I don't care. So, like, that stuff didn't matter to me. Um, But I mostly tried to stay out of the news on it. So I didn't know what what was being added to it. If you like the companions, the mm. mounts, all of all of that was like a nice surprise for you. Nice surprise nice. for me, um, because I really like. I know that in today's world, like an entire game can be ruined for you before the game's even released. Like, there's a lot of streamers out there and everything mm-hmm. like that that they're getting the game two three weeks in advance. To play through it on their streams. Yeah. And I just don't, I'm not the type of person, not any, not against, anything against any of those people who want to watch that stuff. And I want to play through it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch some other guy spoil everything for me. I want the shocks to hit me for the first time. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you know? <laughs> uh, with that being said, I was, I was actually pretty disappointed in this game. Yeah. Like, storyline wise, like, I don't even think you need to play it really um, because I don't like I'll be interested to see where it goes. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe this is like a, um, Lost World, you yeah, know, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like where where it didn't really add anything, <laughs> but it didn't really take away anything. But it was the step to get to the next one. Right. Well, we we, we got a Tyrannosaurus Rex <clears throat> in San Diego, and that was what everybody wanted. Wanted? I don't, I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. I can tell you it's completely against what the book is. But <laughs> um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you have Jurassic Park, fucking amazing, right? right? And then you have Lost World, which you're kind of like, it's good. Yeah. But weird. Yeah. Right? It's not any better. And then uh, I, I can't. Ugh. I can't remember the name of the third one. There is no. It's just Jurassic Park three. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just yeah. Jurassic Park three. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that like, I loved it. That was amazing. I was right back there. I was like, really? Oh god, I love Jurassic. Oh Park god, 3. no. I'll watch yeah. the second one over the third one any day. No. Terrible. Are you kidding me? That stupid raptor head when Ellen Grant has the dream. F- screw that. Oh fuck yeah. No. That was that was real world for me right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta think. I was like six when Jurassic Park came out. Uh, when that raptor fucking busts through the fucking electrical panels oh, in yeah. Jurassic Park, that shit was real. So when it's like fucking talking to him on the airplane, yep. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I've lived that dream, buddy. 
So, but that, like, there's just little things like, you know, and maybe that's what this one is. Right. Right. Because like, I found it really hard to get through it. Okay. Like there were several parts where I was just like, I don't really feel like playing this game. So, and a complete spoiler free, right? right? Like our spoiler free review. But like, that's how I felt. So I could take it or leave it. And I would recommend it to take it or leave it. If you want more of Fallen Order, take it. You but know? if you don't feel like you need more. But if you don't feel like you need more, leave it. And and that's a good point. Like, I mean, it is still 100% like a Star Wars fantasy, you know, like power fulfillment kind mm-hmm. of game because you you get so much extra stuff in this one you there are so many different options to you now yeah um you know it does again right like it does the job of making you feel like an awesome jedi but like you're saying it doesn't really it doesn't move mountains in the story it doesn't really push any boundaries it it doesn't really set anything up it's more of this small little section of these characters in it in this universe that like it doesn't have any far reaching effects. Yeah. There's no mentioned in the movies. There's nothing in the cartoons that I'm aware of. I don't no. really watch the cartoons. I, I will say this one does get a little bit more tied in mm-hmm. with the universe. Cause like the first one, you know, fallen order when it came out, we didn't know whether it was going to be considered Canon or not. Yeah. It wasn't until the, after the game success that they're like, this is Canon. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we knew going into this one, this would be Canon. And with, like, I, I'm a bad Star Wars fan because I haven't watched, I, I haven't kept up to date on a lot of the, a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't watched Andor or anything like that yet. Um, and that's, that's mostly due to the fact of, I got other shit going on. Yeah. You know, life, like. Life happens. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And it's been a little hectic these last couple of months. Yeah. So, uh, but not to say that I'm not going to watch them, but like. What I have seen and what I have watched, there were certain things that were in this game that connect them, mm. like little things, not not nothing major, like you said, nothing that moves mountains, right? But little things. In the first one, you you like go on a mission with Saw Gerrera, and Saw yeah. Gerrera is in the cartoons. He's in the he's in that Rogue One movie, yep. so he's a part of that. In this one, I was like, I don't recognize anybody here. Yeah, it's it's all people from the first game. And then it, there's nobody new, Yep. you know, like at least that. I mean, and again, right. As far as I'm aware, there may be some little background character or something. I'm not talking about characters. I'm talking about lines. Mm-hmm. There were lines of things that they've created in the recent years in the Star Wars universe that I was like, oh, there's the connection. Here, uh, okay. Right. Like uh, the hidden path. Mm. There was there was a lot of talk of the hidden path in the shows and everything okay, like so that. Yeah, that I don't that's, know that's been brought in right and, and stuff like that so like there's those connections and i'm just like okay well and then you get like the star wars we'll, Unle- we'll see how it all like it, well and then you got like the star wars unleashed games where the first one ends and it's like there's bon mothma and bail organda and they're like we're gonna start a rebellion oh look there's our symbol for it yeah like there's there was no defining moment like that yeah. in this one so i, I, I do want to point out the star wars unleashed games are not canon no yeah they are not <laughs> no. canon there's no way because we did not kill vader <laughs> <laughs> But and that that was one of the things like those were those were really cool. And there is nothing like that here. Right. And given the fact that it is canon, this one is like, I've got questions and we'll get more into that. Mm-hmm. But overall, like, I'm just kind of a. 
I could have left it. Yeah. And I'm upset about that because I was so excited for this game. I wanted something new. I wanted I wanted that rich, thrilling storyline that I got from the first one. Mm-hmm. That first one's storyline was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. It was succinct. It, it was straightforward. In, it tied in so well with the, yeah. the movies and the shows and like. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you you had the Vader fight at the end that just felt so good. Yeah. And, like, it came at a compelling moment, mm-hmm. like, that impacted the story even more. Like, holy shit. Yeah. And this one, I just feel like was... You know how, like... I'm going to date myself here. <laughs> you had those carbon copies. And, like, the Ooh. fourth page was so faded. You yeah. could barely make... That's what this game felt like to me. Like that fourth page of a carbon copy where there was a lot of similarities and you can make out some shit, but it was just kind of like meh. Fully, fu- fully fleshed out. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't fully there. They focused on certain other things and um, I just don't know why. <laughs> so with that, I'm, I'm more than ready. Let's get into this. Yeah, let's go ahead. Well, here comes the spoiler warning and then we'll talk a little bit about the plot, right? Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. All right. (laughs) So this takes place five years after destroying the the Jedi holocron that uh, Cal Kestis found at the end of the first game. Yep. He has parted ways with Seer, Grease, and Marin, and he's doing this. So upset. Yeah. I, I wanted him and Marin to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I liked at the end, I was like, I, at the end of the first game, I was hoping that they wouldn't have a love because I'm, for me, I'm like, I don't want a love story unless it's pivotal to the plot. So in the first game, I was like, I hope they don't do anything. And they really didn't. Like, they didn't. There was they, nothing. There, there was a little play. There, right. There was the glimpse of like, could, they, could, could, they could, not could, be? could, 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 for, for somebody who watched almost am, no friends, I know like a lot of specific things about that stupid show. My wife fucking loves it. Yeah. I'm um, really dating myself in this one. You are. You're, <laughs> like, you're just, I am just, holy shit. Um, so Cal's gone off to continue his battle against the Empire as a resistance fighter, uh, working under Saw Gerrera. But again, right? There's not, um, there, he doesn't, you know, Saw doesn't show up or anything no, like that. No, he doesn't, that. which is another thing where I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, so his his latest mission has him teaming up with a, a, a mercenary friend named Bode, and they're going to infiltrate Cor- uh, Coruscant to steal some military data from a senator. And the game starts with you being um, basically walked as like a prisoner through Coruscant to go and meet the senator. And I like six guys there's, yeah there's a bu- and, he, and here's the thing they're all masked so and you and i talked about not, this not all of them not all of them because the, the two twins the twins don't have masks the twins don't have masks. yeah um but you and i talked about this off camera yeah and uh I, I i was like oh no they're totally on my side like i just had that feeling of oh yeah no it's an immediate thing like you feel it like you feel like yeah this is 100 you're sitting here going like I know the things that I did in the first game. There's no way these six motherfuckers caught me. <laughs> like, I'm just sorry. I'm like, mm, I'm either going to go down fighting 
or this is a ploy. Right, exactly. (laughs) And because it's such a trope. It's such a trope of, oh, hey, what's the best way to get close to this guy? Well, I'm a wanted criminal. They don't know who you guys are. Put on these helmets. Act like you caught me and bring me to him. And then, oh, look, surprise. So, again, it's a little tropey. I saw it coming. Um, my wife kind of felt the same. She wasn't 100% sure, she she said. But she kind of oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. was like, she was like, I didn't 100% believe that I was actually captured. But I didn't think that I, they were on my side kind yeah. of a thing. Um, so, after you retrieve the data from the senator, the ninth sister, who you would defeated on Kashyyyk, but somehow survived. I don't remember how. Um, she shows up and you end up having a sparring fight with her. Um, and then after you end up killing the Senator, the rest of the team that you're with Mm -hmm. all get systematically killed at the very beginning of the game. That I will say that shocked the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like I knew some of them were going to die. Right. Right. I knew Bode wasn't. Because you end up teaming uh, up with Bode a little bit. Well, the, see, here's the thing. Before you go on, I thought Bode was... Because the whole time he's like, oh, my daughter, I don't have my wife. My daughter, I take care of my, my daughter, daughter, my daughter, my daughter. daughter. And I was like, you have dead meat written on your forehead. But the, the reason why I didn't yeah. is because, yes, he was talking about his daughter. But you team up with him. And they incorporated mechanics yeah. that specifically use him. That's a fair point. And so I was like, it's too early in the game for it. Now, do I believe that Bode was going to die? Absolutely. <laughs> that dude was dying at some point in time during this game. He was toast, but they were going to make it in a more dramatic fashion. The one that shocked me the most was his tech girl. Yeah. When, like, oh, yeah. she got shot. Th- I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, I liked her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the second that she goes, I was like, oh, they're all dead meats. They're that, all dead that meats. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I yeah. totally get that. Um, it, it was upsetting. Like it was like and I will tell you, mm-hmm. this should tell you this should tell you how my mindset for the rest of the game is. I was more connected to the tech girl that died than I was for Bode at all during this game. And I'm impressed because I had I had no connection to any of them until like until you get off Coruscant yeah. and Bode shows back up like I didn't really have like I was surprised that they were dying but like I didn't feel anything oh no I was I was like oh <sighs> I wanted her to live <laughs> like I didn't give a fuck about the rest of them her in particular I was like I thought she was cool yeah like yeah like that she, she just didn't I kinda she need... could have added a lot to this game well, like been a new element we're gonna because have... Ooh, through uh, we could have a love triangle, her and Marin. Uh, no, no, I wasn't thinking <laughs> that, what that. You wanted? I wasn't thinking that because I was like in the old cast, her personality type was missing from it. Mm-hmm. So if her personality joined the crew from the first game, like it could be some really cool dynamics. Yeah. But then they killed her. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave us Bode. Yeah. Speaking of which, so you end up getting off Coruscant. Everybody on the team except for you and Bode die. Um, the You are in the Stinger Mantis, the ship from the first one. Yep. Uh, you end up going from Coruscant and you want to go seek out Grease, who has basically opened up a, 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 a cantina. I want to use the right terminology. Yeah. A cantina on a planet, on a remote planet called uh, Koba. Koba. Um, Because he's basically, you're like, he needs to fix my ship. (laughs) He needs to fix his ship. (laughs) So what follows is is basic. You crash on the planet and you got to make your way way through it. Make your way through to the town where Grease is. 
and you realize that there's a, a criminal organization called the Bedlam Raiders who are basically menacing the population, um, which are led by an armored Jedi, which I've never heard of this race before. I haven't either, but I thought he was super cool. He was pretty cool. I like his him. name is Ravis, and it's like he can't die. Like he's like an organism. He's basically like Deadpool. Like yeah. you basically have to like cut his head up into like little tiny pieces, otherwise he can regrow everything back. Is like what I got from the data on him. Yeah. Like, but I've never yeah. heard of this race before. I've never seen anything like well, it before. And, and they explain it though. Like his race and him in particularly comes from the old Republic. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll get into that, but like maybe that's what happened in that time period because of how, like it's not an uncommon thing in star Wars because of how dangerous his race is. We just eliminated. Them. Yeah. Like somebody just was like, you're too no, powerful. Fuck this. He's too dangerous to be left alive. Yeah. <laughs> and they just wiped him out. And, you know, then they went after the Mandalorians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the problem with the Empire is they, they don't try to make peace treaties. They're just like, eh, you guys could be a problem for us. Well, we're just going to put you down. We want your resources. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after you meet up with Grease and he says, yeah, I can fix the Mantis, you basically get a mission <sighs> where you have to go to this old this old High Republic era citadel because you're looking for something that Ravis's people were looking for. And I'm really summing it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you end up meeting a droid, ZNA4, or Z, as her name is. And basically, Z gives you a High Republic tuner and tells you that she was ordered to activate a device called the Forest Array hundreds of years ago, but she, but she became trapped in the caves where you find her. So after you free her, you travel to the Array, where you get a Force vision of two High Republic Jedis, one named Dagon Gera and the other one Santari Kree, who discovered a mythical planet called Tanalore, Hidden behind, and this is all very <laughs> hidden behind an impassable nebula called the Kobo Abyss. And basically the way that they describe it is like, if you go in there, you will get torn to pieces. Yeah. If you go into this thing yeah. and you need something. It, it's basically like the labyrinth. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're, you've got it. You're being pushed through it so quickly that. If you're not like fucking top elite skills and know the correct path, you're going to die. Yeah. And like, yeah. And there's like asteroids and all mm. sorts of weird stuff in it that you got to navigate. It's apparently very, very, it's very dangerous. We've seen this a couple of times in a, in a couple of different things. Right. Yeah. So you go there, you activate the array and you discover Dagon's suspended body in a Bacta tank. You end up freeing him in hopes of recruiting him to uh, as a fellow Jedi, but then you realize that he's fallen to the dark side. Angry that the Jedi Order abandoned going to Tantalor, Dagon fights and overpowers you before escaping with the help of Ravis and the Bedlam Raiders. And this is basically what sets off, because at this point in Cal's mind, he's like, I can't fight the Empire forever. We'd rather go and hide. And what better place to hide than on a planet behind an impassable abyss if we can get there, we can be safe from the Empire. Yeah. And that's kind of Cal's motivation throughout this whole thing. Correct. And that's what he pitches it as. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, he realizes like, hey, I'm going to need some help. Yep. We're going to need to do this. So what do we do? do that. 
we got to get the band back together. We got to get the band <laughs> back together. So Cal, Bode, and Grease end up repairing the Stinger Mantis, and they head for the planet Jeddah, which I thought was cool. Like, let's go back to Jeddah. Jeddah was a fun planet in Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Um, where Seer has been working with Marin, and you, and I, this is the part that I really liked, and a still alive Eno Cordova. Yeah. And if you don't remember that name, he was the guy who was like the hollow projector and BD's old master. BD once friend. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool. That yeah. was a fun and cute reunion. It was nice to see him alive because I thought he was dead in the first game. Speaking of BD, was it was it you? I can't remember who it was. It wasn't until I was playing this game that I realized that or somebody told me and I, I confirmed it. BD stands for Buddy Droid. Oh, yeah. BD stands for Buddy Droid. And I was like, that's fucking sick. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, He's Buddy Droid 1. Buddy Droid 1. <laughs> it's nothing better than that. I know. What, what, what is BB-8, right? Like, Buddy I, Ball? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't like BB-8. Oh. Yeah. I like that he was a practical effect. I, I like that I could punt him like a football across the screen. I bet you if you tried to kick that thing, you would break your foot. <laughs> Whole thing. But shattered. if I'm in Star Wars, then, you know, my midichlorian count would be through the roof uh, and I would just force punt him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you go to Jeddah where Seer Marin and Cordova are. They're rebuilding the Jedi archives with the help of the residents. Uh, what we were talking about before, yep. an organization called the Hidden Path. And Seer and Cordova use those archives to research uh, Kobo and Tantalor. Cordova then goes on to explain that Dagon was the first and only pilot who managed to find a path through the abyss. And then um, I keep wanting to call her Satine, but Kiri um, developed spe a special special compasses to navigate it. And the Republic then established a settlement and a Jedi temple on Tantalor during a pirate syndicate. Uh, however, a pirate syndicate known as the Nihil assault the Nihil. Yes. Assaulted Tantalor, causing the Republic to withdraw from the planet and destroy the compasses to keep them from using it. Dagon became obsessed with Tantalor, believed it, believing it was his right. And then uh, Kiri trapped him in the back to tank where you end up finding him. Cordova notes that, th that, th that three compasses are still unaccounted for. So the band <laughs> um, decide to search for them. Bode wants to find a refuge for his young daughter, Kata. And Marin believes that the hidden path could use Tantalor as their new home. And again, right, Cal's like, we can hide from the Empire here because they won't be able to get to us. And and it is at this kind of point in the game, like as you're kind of going through, that Cal and Marin do realize that they have feelings for each other and as more than just friends. Yeah. Mm, so sweet. It's so sweet. She knew long before. She knows like the moment you meet her. Mm -hmm. Cal's still kind of da 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 da. And then she's like, all right, here we go. Gives him like this deep fucking kiss and then chucks him off a cliff. Yep. And I'm like, I like her. Yeah, and 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 again, right? Since I, I normally don't like romance plots and things unless they help, this helps. Like this, this to me feels right to have them in a relationship in this game. They've been apart, realizing absence makes the heart grow fonder, and it helps encourage them. As we continue in this story, it adds a new layer to it. So it does. I'm perfectly well, happy and, with and this. There, there's a couple of different things going on, right? Like mm -hmm. Cal sitting there going, "Well, wait a minute." I'm not supposed to do this. This is against the Jedi way. And Mirren's like, fuck them. Like, they're not here anymore. Yeah. You know, like, 
why not be happy? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, she's right. She is very right. She is right. So, like, there there were some a couple of different folds and, <laughs> and layers there. Like, it, 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 it worked, but I, like, yeah. This is the point where I was like, I'm bored. Yeah. I will say I wasn't <laughs> bored with the story. At this point, I was realizing what the gameplay was, and we'll get there as soon as we're done with the plot. Yeah. And I was like, this is the part that I'm going to struggle with. Yeah. But we'll get there. I'm bored. So uh, you realize that two compasses are unsalvageable, <clears throat> but uh, you end up fighting and defeating Ravis and Dagon. You discover that Cordova is able to repair one. And shortly after that, the Empire launches an attack on Jeddah. <clears throat> As chaos erupts, Bode steals the compass, murders Cordova. You go to stop him from escaping, but Bode ends up defeating you, revealing himself not only as an Imperial spy, but also a former Jedi who has fallen to the dark side. That I disagree with that statement. What he hasn't fallen to the dark side. Uh, he has. Nope, he hasn't. Not at that point in time. Well, I don't think he's fallen to the dark side at that point in time. That's why I disagree with that statement. He's accepted the dark side. He's accepted the necessity. Right. Like this is. He's not. So like that's worst, the, the best worst scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's two different things, right? Like the dark side's all about power and control. Right. And he he he's not going for that. No. That's why I'm saying he's not accepted the dark side there. Mm -hmm. He's just pun intended surviving. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, absolutely. He's trying to make the best for him and his daughter, and that's it. That's his whole motivation. Yeah, is I'm doing this because it's protecting because his wife is dead. Yeah, he's like, this is if I help the empire, it protects it protects me and my me daughter. and my daughter. I, we're not being hunted. We're yep. allowed to live in peace. I just have to do whatever the empire says. So it is out of necessity, and I don't think he's evil and malicious, but he's doing evil and malicious things. Yes, out of necessity. Out of necessity. Yeah, which I feel is different than accepting the dark side. Uh, okay, I mean, right? Yeah, like because that's a valid point. There is a point that. He does. There is a point. Right. No, no, absolutely. And you see that point. Yes. But at the same time, Cal's fighting his own battle with that. Mm -hmm. Because when this happens, Cal's like, there's there's a rage in him. And you kind of start seeing it build more and more and more and more and more as the game progresses. Yeah. Right. And like this moment it is kind of one of those moments where he it's like, is he gonna snap? Oh, I Are almost snap. I almost snap. I mean, I was. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting there screaming at my TV. Yeah, I'm like, oh, how I, could you do this? You I saw it. Bitch. I saw it coming. Yeah. That was the one that I saw coming because I I did not see him being a Jedi, mm -hmm. but I did see him being a spy. Yeah, because the things that he was saying and the level of interest that he had in certain things. Yeah, I'm like, you're a spy. <laughs> you're gonna fuck us. That's why you didn't die. They needed you alive. Right. That's why you broke off. You were just broke off and we're like, okay, call your boys off. Yeah. 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 Right. You're, you're fucking, you're a terrible person. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's see how it plays out. And then boom, he did it. Like, so when he revealed that he was a Jedi, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. That, okay. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Good movie, eh? Yeah. Good move. Um, so while Cal is doing with that, we switch to, and this was a part I really enjoyed. We switch to, you're, you start playing a seer. I liked playing a seer. I liked playing a seer too. She is 
incredibly powerful. She's got an awesome like force push mega ability slow yep. time thing. I mean, like I, I mean, you feel like a super badass when yeah. you play as her. You are a grand master. Yeah. Um. So you switch to her. Checkmate, pre- bitches. <laughs> preventing the empire from reaching the archives, and then and this is the part that kind of frustrated me only because. It was in the first game. I don't feel like it was necessary. It was necessary in this one, but you end up fighting Darth Vader again, and Darth Vader kills Seer. I so yeah, I I had a huge problem with this because I felt like this fight was literally just in there to say we have Darth Vader in the game. Exactly. It it didn't do anything. No. He never shows up. His it, impact in the first game was perfect. Right. He showed up to retrieve the holocron. Yep. Right. Yep. But during so, he interrupts this whole thing where his night sister, or not night sister, sorry. Um, no, it is. No, no, night, no. The night sisters are the, the Dantooine, the, or the, the, the Dathomir chicks. Dathomir chicks, yeah. The, the, um, she's the second sister. Second sister. She's an inquisitor. Sorry, yes. Is like, okay, you're right. I've done bad. Like, bring me back. <laughs> oh, God, you hear his breathing. Yeah. You see the terror in her face. Yep. Yeah, uh, she never turns around. Yeah. Oh my god, it's chef. Ooh, ooh, goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps. I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like there, right? It served such a pivotal moment in the plot of the story. 100. And you know, like, I'm outmatched. Yeah. You fucking run. Yep. Right. Yep. Here, it was literally a we're gonna give you a super hard fight. Oh yeah, and I'll I'll get to that when you're done. Just to be a hard fight. And it's going to be a Vader against Vader just to be against Vader. Right. Like everything that you've seen of the second sisters and the Inquisitor, all, all that. Right. They would have just been dispatched for this. Mm-hmm. Not Vader. Yeah. Like in my personal opinion, I don't know why they would have dispatched Vader. Right. Unless if, well, I guess you know when you're talking about three Jedis, maybe maybe the archives he wants all the information i don't know but my well the point of it is to destroy the information and he destroyed the information in the when he originally visited the jedi archives on coruscant mm-hmm. like it, it was all about destruction of the information but he doesn't personally need yeah. to do that no it didn't it, it didn't feel super necessary and like you were saying it is a hard fight and my problem with it was that i beat him on on the, the normal difficulty like i always play and I struggled on that. Yeah. And then my cutscene froze and I had to fight him all over again. And that really left a sour taste in my mm-hmm. mouth because when I went to go fight him again, I just put it on story mode. Cause I was like, I don't need the challenge. I already beat him once Yeah, on like the difficulty that I'm supposed uh, to. I, I had to drop it down one. Yeah. I was playing it on normal mm-hmm. because I learned from fallen order that I cannot play this game on hard. Right. Um, and, and I, <sighs> I, I, in all honesty, by the time I got to the Vader fight, like I, I fought him on normal probably like 15, 20 times, something like that. Yeah. Like just again and again and again and again and again and again. Oh yeah. And I, um, I eventually went. Why the fuck am I doing this? Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not enjoying this. I'm not really enjoying the game. I just kind of want to get through to see how the storyline ends at this point. So, like, I dropped it down a difficulty, and then I played the rest of the game on that difficulty because I was like, I just don't care. Right. You know, like, this is no longer an enjoyable, challenging game. It's just getting through it. Right. Because here is the difference. As somebody who's played quite a few of the other FromSoft games, so I understand how this type of game is supposed to work. 
at least in those games, if you've come up against a boss, usually you have the ability to grind yourself up a little more, get a little bit stronger, mm -hmm. so you can then go and take care of what you need. Yeah. In this one, there's no such thing. There's no way, it, it is literally just, you need to learn his attacks and be better than him. And, and I know, because my wife struggled with it, that it can be a struggle and it can turn not fun. Yeah. You know, she ended up being able to do it on the normal difficulty too, but both her and I were like zero health packs left. And I mean, I had like 10 at that point, zero health packs left. I had a sliver of life left yeah. and it was like, I get why this is hard for people and why you drop it down. Cause I'll be perfectly honest. I probably, if I hadn't beat him that last time <sighs> yeah, and I had to fight him one or maybe two more times, I probably would have just been like, screw this i'm not having fun i'm just getting pissed off i don't feel like i need to beat him at this level yeah. for any reason and i'm gonna drop it down well and it, like it's just a weird fight because you're not fighting him as cal mm -hmm. right right so everything that you've done as cal right out the window right it is what seer has mm -hmm. and, and like it's like well i didn't I've played a seer for five fucking minutes and you're literally going to throw me into the hardest fight of the game. Yeah. Like that's it's, it's it's kind weird. of a weird fucking it's setup. A, yeah. It's a weird choice. So I didn't enjoy Vader. No. And I, I, I just, it felt like a money grab. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, so you Vader ends up killing seer, um, just to buy the, uh, the hidden path time to escape. Uh, you end up uh, using a force or you using a force using a locator beacon to track Bode to Nova Garen, which is a system. And there's an, a, an Imperial Security Bureau or ISB base commanded by some guy named Lank Denvik. And you end up infiltrating it. And I will say that like good old Lank. Yeah. I liked the I liked the variety of maps like I liked how Kobo was a little mix of like planes because mm -hmm. there's like a lot of greens and a lot of browns and there's lots yeah. of mountains and hills yeah. and stuff like that. You got Jeddah, which is like all desert. Yeah. Then you've got a you've got the ISB location, which is very and I because I really Imperial base. 100%. I love the Imperial base aesthetic. I love the silver, the plain, no colors. Yeah. There's the red, you know, the red highlights. Like I like the look of Imperial stuff. Yeah. So being able to go to a, like bases and stuff like that, yeah. I thought was really cool. I thought it had some really good diversity. So you you end up confronting Bode who ends up revealing that yes he worked in for he worked in intelligence for the Jedi order during the purge disappeared when the purge started the inquisitors killed his wife he made a deal with this guy Denvik to work for the ISB as a spy in exchange for keeping him and his daughter hidden from Vader revealing that he lured Cal to this to this uh, station to create a distraction hoping to be free of them um, so he can rendezvous on Tantalor and Bode and his daughter Kata escape with the compass. Yeah. Cal chooses to embrace his own inner darkness to escape the Imperial garrison, though he ends up stopping himself before succumbing fully to the dark side because Marin talks him down and then he ends up sparing this Denvik guy. And I was okay with that. I was okay with, so throughout the game to this point, when you push in both of the sticks, you enter a slow-mo ability now <laughs> you go into like the edges of the screen get red berserk yeah and like it, it you can hear a heartbeat just, yeah it's just like rage <laughs> berserk mode yeah because you insta kill everything yeah 
where like before it was still like it was slow-mo but you know now you're like one-shotting shit yeah which was fun it's awesome it's super fun um but yeah no i i liked it because it was kind of one of those things of like this was this is different compared to what we've seen in the past with a lot of things of like it's basically black or white Mm -hmm. this is where they're like there are shades of gray yeah you know and it's okay to be within those shades of gray you know it's actually worse to be black or white yep like it's better to be in that shade of gray and that's what kind of mirror and like tells him mm-hmm. and everything so that was that was cool uh it was a nice little touch to the storyline but again by this point in the game i was just kind of like okay let's go on to the next thing mm-hmm. let's chase him down all right Let's start up the forest array because that's what you knew was going to happen because mm-hmm. the forest array was the ultimate thing to get you through this whole thing if you didn't have a compass. Right. And and I will say that that part kind of annoyed me. It was like compass, compass, compass. Oh, by the way, there's another other other <laughs> secret way of doing it. Well, you why can't can, we just do that from the beginning? You can do this. Yeah. That you've had access to the entire time. Yeah. Um, so you end up discovering a recording left behind by Kiri explaining that the arrays can be used to open an alternate path through the abyss. You arrive on Tantalor with, uh, uh, with Marin. Um, and then with the help of his daughter, you try to convince Bo to back down. And this is the part where he succumbs fully to the oh, anger yeah. and the dark side. This is where he is like, fuck you. Yep. And he fully accepts it, fully embraces it, wants all the powers because he feels that is what's best to protect him and his daughter. And and at that point, Cal realizes that there are cer- there are certain times where you can be diplomatic and peaceful and there are some times where you there you have no choice and Cal ends up fatally shooting Bode. Yep. And then you guys have a nice little funeral for Seer Cordova and Bor- uh, Bode. And then uh, now with the planet under their control, the band decide to adopt Kata and plan to uh, make contact with the hidden path and relocate them to Tantalor. And that's the end of the game. And then, of course, once you get through the credits, you can go back in, finish up anything that you have left. Um, So overall, um, like I said, I, I, I thought that the story was really good. I, I liked it. I, I liked it well enough that I was interested in keep going. All of my problems pretty much come with all of the excess shit in the game. And I think we'll start talking about that. So right? the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And no, like it, it just for me personally, like it was very predictable in 90% of the things all the way through the game. Mm-hmm. And, and because of it, I was just kind of like, I just don't like, I'm not compelled to to kind of move forward yeah you know like this is uh uh sorry this this is just a really like terrible carbon copy like that's how i felt the entire time like i'm just playing fallen order again but without like the wonder and amazement that I had before without the, without the more straightforwardness of it too. Yeah. Uh, again, like, yeah. Uh, uh, I wish there was more planets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know going back to the one was okay. And like, it was, it wasn't bad, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I wish it was different. Right. You know, 
There's only basically like there's six locations I think you visit. Cause yeah, because there's Kobo, Jetta, yeah, Coruscant, yep, Tantalor, and then the ISB Imperial, base. The Imperial base. And then the moon. Oh, that's right, the fractured moon. The fractured moon of uh Kobo. Yeah, that's right. So like that's it. But out of those six, only three of them are kind of like open worldish. Right. And Kobo's the biggest right. by far. And so I kind of was like, this isn't like if you could have given me six Kobos, mm-hmm. you know, like that would have been really cool because I'm all about exploring. Mm-hmm. I want to explore it so bad and just kind of like visit all these different planets and do all these different things. And like it, it was it was just kind of this weird thing for me where he was like, I'm going to be this guy who's like fighting constantly against the Imperial and I'm going to be like America's, you know, the Imperial's most wanted. Right. Yeah. And then like you never actually fight against the empire at all during this you know what i mean like you you do on coruscant in the beginning but the rest of it it's it's all about like well let's get the compass let's do this let's do this let's do this if they would have done something where like i go and visit a planet and the empire is kind of like oppressing it and i'm like well i still have to like protect these people and kind of add in that battle of like yes i want to run away and hide because i can't do this forever but there are still these people out here that are doing this, you right. know, like we never saw that kind of conflict. Exactly. Cal's Cal says more than one time that what he's doing before you start playing the game is fighting the empire. Yeah. That's the shit I want to do. Yeah. Like the running and hiding. I don't really want to do that. Like I want, like I want to play what happened in the five years between the first and second game. That's yep. what I want. I want to yep. be fighting the empire. I want to go and do guerrilla raids. Yep. Like that's what, Th- that here's our mission yeah you choose to accept it you know like. yeah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah exactly so going off of what you said the first thing that really i just was like this is pointless and useless is the mounting system like you can have mounts in this great it's on two planets it's kobo and jetta and the mounts don't really do anything because you can fast travel in the game, so it doesn't matter. You don't need them for getting around. You just need them to access certain areas. So why even tell me that there's mounts? Like, why even put them in? And not to mention, there are two creatures that I've never seen in Star Wars before. Where are my fucking Tauntauns? Where's my Banthas? <laughs> like, give me a do-back. Like, give me something that I've yeah. seen somebody ride. Yeah. You know? Like... And I, I will say, I appreciate creativity and introducing new things exactly. and everything like that. But there's a reason why Star Wars draws us. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we want to see something new. It's because we want to ride something old. <laughs> like, I want to kind of fucking taunt on half. Yeah. And I would have been fine. Crawl inside and be like, I'm warm now. Right. <laughs> right. I would have been fine if we had to go to a snow, a snow planet and we get to ride tauntauns. But then on Kobo or on Jetta, we ride these other things. Yeah. Like, just give me, right. Like, I, there's a fine line between fan service and nostalgia. And like, right. So like the Rise yeah. of Skywalker movie, I 
the fact that Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter pissed me off personally. I don't like that. I yeah. liked what, when Ray was a nobody, but I did like for a brief fucking second, we see Wedge and Tilly's inside of the Millennium Falcon shooting a laser cannon. Fuck yeah, that made me happy because I know Wedge from the old movies, from the books. Yeah. I love Wedge as a character. So to see him for five seconds is great for me. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Like, you tell me there's going to be mounts and I'm immediately picturing, oh, how cool will it be to ride a Tauntaun? Yeah. You know? And then it's like, oh, wait, no. It's like some weird beaked pink thing. Because, I, I mean, I think it's kind of cool that they all came in, like, weird colors and shit. Like, that yeah. was that was cool. But, again, I'm like, this is just Tauntaun light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was the... Uh, um the urban tauntaun you go yeah all right that's yeah. what i felt it was in all honesty it was yeah it's the, the urban tauntaun. yeah it's the not snow version it's yeah the, it's the plains version of the tauntaun and i like and the, not for me mm. you know i i used it to cheese some of the puzzles that's exactly what you're using it for that's it there's like there's slopes that you can't walk up but you can ride your mount up it all right cool like why yeah. like why don't tell me i'm gonna have a mount and all i'm really using it for is to get up a slope or like you're yeah. saying, like like there's a, c a couple of puzzles or a couple of places that you can get by doing like their little double jump and jumping off of them. Yep. Cool. Great. Like, I don't mind doing that. But don't tell me there's a mount if this is all I'm using it for. Yeah. You know, and then and and even to the point where somebody there was like, hey, let's have let's have a stable where you can house a couple of different ones. Uh -huh. I'm not using it that much. Like, I don't I'm not. Oh, I didn't use it at all. I didn't know you could do that at all. There's there's like a to get one of the collectibles you have to get a specific color one of these things and you got to put it in the stable and then you got to go rest at a rest point and then it poops and you got to dig through the poop to get your collectible like i swear to god I, it was obnoxious i, I that i had to look up because i was like i don't know where, where this stupid thing is and i don't know how to get it but like again that hurts my soul and it's not the kind of thing like an Elden Ring where there there are massive distances between points that you are going to and from to explore, yeah, yeah. and your mount is the thing that makes the traveling faster. Yeah. And you and same thing, you can use it to get around, but it's vital because the areas are so expansive. Yeah. Even even fast traveling from one point to another, you still are like, well, that's a hell of a long walk to get to where I want to go. Yeah. You know, so like I'll fast travel and then I'll ride my horse there. So I didn't like the mounts. Yeah, I didn't like how unlike in the first in the first one, it's better when you get a new ability and have to go back to an area. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the areas are so much more are so much smaller. Yeah. In this one, it's like, well, when I go to Jeddah, I get an ability to do something. And now I got to go all the way back to fucking Kobo. And I got to go all the way the fuck way out here. And I got to go all the way to climb up this thing just to dash through a door. Yeah. Like when it doesn't take you on the path to get back there, at least in the first one, it was like, hey, I'm on Dathomir. I get to the point. Oh, look, I can't climb up because I need the special gauntlets to climb on the roots. You leave, get the gauntlets and come back and then you can continue on your journey. Yeah. So to me, the most oppressive part of this game was that the tedious. Every time I get an ability, I got to go through the entire fucking map of every other planet I've been mm -hmm. to before so I can unlock all these areas because I'm never actually directly going back there for the most part. No, it's not a natural flow. Exactly. Yeah. No. And I had that problem, too, of like I would run around and explore and be like, oh, OK, I need this. OK, I'm, I'm going to make note of that. Right. And mm -hmm. then it was. After about the third new ability, I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I am so done with running around on this. 
Um, I had more enjoyment listening to Hillbilly Bob's fishing stories. Fuck Scuba Steve. Fuck this guy. I hate I him. I loved him. Oh, God. He was so great Um, because it gave me a break from the monotony. <laughs> His story is so long and boring. I know, but it was something like, at least it was new. Oh, fine. You know what I mean? You know, you make a fair point. Like, other than that, it was, I'm collecting plants for my roof garden. No, fuck the garden. Fuck the garden. I didn't do any of that shit. Oh, I did. I have a whole roof garden. Really? It flourishes. (laughs) Because I've got fucking uh, Hepta from Zelda fucking tending it. Like I don't get that reference, but okay. I know he's <laughs> he's he's a weird dude. Um, like it, it just, dude. And it, yeah, and I'm like, this is what you added. Yeah, this is what you focused on. Like even even if it took you ten minutes to be like, we're gonna put in a roof garden. Okay, I got it built. Right. That was ten minutes more that you could have put into something else. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. right. What am I? What, what the. Fuck, what man. do I always scream? It was a choice. There was a boardroom meeting somebody where some somewhere where somebody said, hey, how about if we put a roof on the garden? And as you go through the planets, you can collect seeds and grow them. And everyone thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Like, not one person was like, um, excuse me, this is a Star Wars game, not a farming fucking simulator. <laughs> Hello? Well, and you don't get anything from them. They don't provide anything no it's just aesthetic there's like eventually it, like it unlocks a collectible i never went back because i was like i can't be fucking bothered to do this I oh know. my god the roof garden i will say the one little cool thing that they added the little holographic battle table that was cool i liked that that game. was fun that game was cool that was fun i like it when they add games like that into games yeah like that was done well why because it was really quick it wasn't that difficult to figure out like a good combination mm-hmm. fucking those giant chickens holy shit those things would like one hit kill everything yep. i mean great they were glass cannons you know they cough on them and they die but like it there was so much variety of, uh-huh. of the things you could upload into that game yep. and as you could play that at least was fun and by doing it you got unlockable stuff granted i know for the 100 percent completionist in you and the person in me who's like oh i just kind of want to see how much stuff i can get like that was worth it because yep. it, it i didn't have to do it all the time and it unlocked as you went, and it was well, and it made ugh. more use of BD scans, right? Than just giving me a journal entry, that too, which I thought was pretty cool. Right, like it, it, it made what the that... fuck does the fish tank do? I can't even op. I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at when I look into the fish tank. You're Fucking looking, Scuba Steve. You're looking at the fish. I I don't know what fish I'm looking at. It's... All the fish that Scuba Steve has caught. There's a list. I should be able to click on a fish. It should take me to the fish. The camera should follow the fish, and it should give me a bio on the fish. It's like I like would get in there and I'd be like, I'm looking at water. Like I can't, nope. I can't move the camera. The nope. fucking fish tank. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I was okay with the juice box thing. I thought that was okay. Yeah. Because I yeah. will. The, the, here's the only reason why. The first track that I found was that beginning song from the first one, yeah. which I fucking loved. Yeah. So I like, I found that track and I hit play and I was like, oh, I know this. I know these Mongolian drums. Fuck yeah, this is cool. Woo! And then that was about the extent of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, the companion system, fucking useless. Why, yeah, yeah. like, why even hype that up when it's specific areas, specific people? I was really hoping that that bounty hunter chick cage. Yeah. I was really hoping I'd get her as a companion because I love that species, Nemoidians. Did you play all that? I didn't do all of the bounty stuff. Oh, you should have. Why? Does yeah. she unlock as a companion at the end? No. Oh, okay. 
but Bobo Fett shows up. No. Like, legit Bobo Fett. Really? Yeah. So uh. you, you basically, like, the whole storyline behind it, right, is, like, you're actually fighting these bounty hunters to, like, save your ass and hers. Right. Right? But as you go through and you keep eliminating bounty hunters, what does that do? It increases the bounty on you. Right. So once you've eliminated all of them, she kind of lures you back out to where you like first meet her mm-hmm. type deal. And she kind of like gives you the proposal, right? She lures you back out there and then she tries to kill you. Oh. Because now she's trying to collect the bounty on you. Oh. Because by collecting the bounty on you, it would not only take care of the bounty on her, but also set her up. Pretty nicely. Pretty fucking nicely. Yeah. Right? So, like, you're fighting her, and when you defeat her, um, a random shot fires off, right? And then, like, Boba Fett lands. Mm. And you're like... Boba Fett water bottle, people. <laughs> Boba Fett water bottle. Um, he, You're, you're kind of like, look, man, I've got no beef with you. da 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 And... She's like, you can't have him. He's my bounty. And Boba Fett's like, I'm not here for him. And he takes out the puck and it's for her. (gasps) Yeah. All right. And he fucking catches her. All right. That's pretty dope. And it's it's Boba Fett. It's like legit old school Boba. And I was like, the only thing you did right, game. Yeah. (laughs) No. And the that, only that thing makes perfect sense. Right. See, because here, like, right? here's the thing. After a certain point, I was like, I don't care about any of the rewards. So what? I think I got as far as the one on Coruscant. It doesn't matter. I don't remember. It doesn't matter which one because all of them are carbon copy. And that was the other problem that I had was like, I have fought this bounty hunter robot <sighs> four times. Yeah. That's four problem. fucking times. That's a problem. Like, you know, like it, it just there, there wasn't much variety in anything. Mm-hmm. The puzzles were a lot of the repeats. Um, the the only the only variation that was like big variations and, and a little bit of a challenge or it, there were some of them that were more than a little bit of a challenge were like those focus meditation rips. Mm-hmm. type. Deal. Oh, yeah. I didn't do all those. Though some of those got pretty fucking difficult yeah that's why i didn't do them all yeah i didn't mind the fighting ones it was all the parkoury ones the parkoury ones are the ones that i had problems with yeah. the fighting ones i was like done yeah done, the fighting done, ones were done, i liked done, them done they were fun um the incorporation of the new fighting styles speaking say, of fighting oh i like some, that some of them were cool um i was a little others were dumb yeah. as fuck well i was gonna say i i i first and foremost it's like you start off with single blade and double blade Yep. Or and dual, you know, or yeah, the, the the saber staff. Yep. And like literally, that's all you really need because the single is good for one on one combat, and the staff is good for multiple enemies, and that is literally all that this game throws at you. It's one or two. It's one or the other. Yep. Um, but like getting the dual wielding, um, you know, like that can be kind of cool because it's like it's a little more aggressive style for your play style. Uh, it's speed at the cost of damage. Right. The the broad saber, I thought that was cool to incorporate Damage that. at the cost of speed. Yep. And then the one I was most excited to try was the one with the gun, because you get a gun in this. Uh, one. Didn't absolutely <clears throat> fucking do shit. It gives you range, but That's, you I don't range. really need range. I had range. Yeah. You shoot at me, I hit it back to you. Exactly. That was my range. It, oh, also, I could throw my saber, so I had range. Yeah. Like, 
and I was I was the most excited because what I was hoping for was that it would be a single bladed style, but you could incorporate pulling your gun out and shooting. No, it is literally gun in one hand, saber in the other. And I'm like, well, I don't like that yeah. because I'm I'm a classic single bladed yeah. one handed style. And guy. they don't they don't do the the gun saber moves very well like i felt like that wasn't very fluid and it, it, it like you're hitting with your saber and then you like stop and then shoot your gun yeah like it wasn't it wasn't fluid with the saber gun combination so, like i didn't like yeah. that very much i did not like the broadsword no, um, too slow ex- explain star wars physics to me here yeah all right i've got a i've got a two-handed broadsword yep the blade is just about a foot longer right how did it gain 80 pounds? <laughs> that's how he swings it. Did you see Kylo Ren in Force Awakens? He's doing these big, huge swings and stuff. I, I know. And it doesn't make any it sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Kylo Ren, I kind of like wrote off mm-hmm. because I was like, you were being trained by Luke. Right. To like in the elegancy of it. And like when you turned your back on him, you were like, fuck his fighting style. I'm going to create my own. Right. Like that weird kid on the playground that's like, I've been watching Street Fighter and yeah. I have all their moves memorized. Right. And he like tries to fucking like extend his arm at you and you're like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? Dude? Why are you just doing this in my face? Please stop that. Ah! <laughs> like, whoa, dude. Calm down. Yeah. Like that's what Kylo Ren kind of reminded me of. Yeah. Like when he, when he walked away from Luke. He walked away from it all. Yeah. So he created his own fighting style. And realistically, it didn't need to be very refined because up until Ray, who the fuck was he fighting? Right. You know, like there was nobody that he was fighting with his sword. So it didn't need to be refined. Right. So like, that's why, like, I kind of write Kylo off on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cal does not have that excuse. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. But man, you you add on that second fucking hilt, and all of a sudden, Star Wars physics. Fuck, this thing weighs a ton. <laughs> like I'm just gonna drag it around behind me. It's the same amount of pieces as dual wielding. It's the same amount of pieces. It's like why it's with not less like, blade. We, yeah, <laughs> like because it only adds like a foot on to yeah. your fucking single blade. Yeah. And 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 like. Like and you know from a realistic uh, standpoint, just, they added it for people who who like that kind of fighting style in in the world, and they and who want to have a, a broadsaber through their thing, and that's fine for them. I'm not a fan of dual wielding. I know that you are, and my wife is. I, I like dual wielding. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan of the dual wielding. I like the I, single blade I, and but the I, staff. But I'll tell you, I I mainly ran around with the single blade and the staff. Yeah, because the the, I, the game is like. It doesn't. It doesn't need anything. It doesn't else. need anything else. They no. didn't switch it. Well, up. I, like I like dual wielding, but I like dual wielding when it's done correctly. Yeah. Right. Um. This dual wielding, like though flashy and fancy and everything, it, it it wasn't effective. Yeah. You know, like yes, I'm hitting faster, but it it didn't allow me to dodge faster. It didn't. You know. Mm-hmm. And and real real world, right. My favorite weapon is very cliche. It is a katana. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I have always admired and respected samurai. Yep. Um, so I've always loved it. And traditional English longswords. Right? So, like, 
the the worst I would go is a bastard sword because of the option. Mm. But in all of that, right? Like katanas are pretty well represented, but like long swords, bastard swords, great swords, all of those, they are never done correctly. The way the movies do them is is they they don't weigh a ton, right? And they act like these are brute force weapons when realistically most of them are actually quite finesse weapons. Because if I am in full fucking armor, Mm -hmm. I do not have the movement or the energy to swing my blade around my entire fucking body 20 times to fight a war. No, I'm going to hold it in front of me and I'm just going to use arm movements to move the blade and and parry and, and because... That's what I have the energy and movement for. Right. It's not a... No. So that shit bugs me. Yeah. It it bugs the fuck out of me. But yeah. So like he's carrying it down here and I'm like, you go, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the fighting styles were really silly. Uh, The force powers, they all felt fine. I didn't use... They're the same. I didn't use the confusion too much. Like They're they're the same. It was a nice option every now and then. Like there would be there, you know, there's a couple areas where it's like there's, you know, like six or seven Imperials and like one big monster. And it's like, well, force control the monster. Let the monster go fight them and I'll fight whoever wins. But like it's so situational that it doesn't really... And again... I use that tactic a lot. So the, did you get the poncho? I did get the poncho. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck right? that guy. Yeah. Do you know how you cheese that guy? Uh, we were talking about it before. Yeah, yeah. There's two I didn't guys know. up above with the hammers. Yeah. You pull them down. Which I tried and it didn't work. You got to get the advanced force pull. Okay. Yeah. You have to get the stronger version of force pull. Okay. But you pull them down. Mm-hmm. Then you drop down in the hole with them. And Billy Bob Bullfrog <laughs> jumps out. And then they start fighting Billy Bob Bullfrog. And you just kind of stand back. Mm-hmm. And by the time Billy Bob Bullfrog is done with him, because he does, he he owns him. He owns him. Um, he's only down to like a quarter of health. <laughs> and you're just like, Meh. no. How I beat that guy was that before I left Kobo for the very first time, I explored every fucking inch of that planet. I I had eight stim yeah. packs. I had yeah. I had done everything I pretty much possibly could in that area. And I went in and and I fought that guy probably four or five times before I. That's got him. the. Uh, that's the other thing with this one. Like in the first one, I don't remember having like you, you do get a decent amount of stem packs, mm. but this one, man, I had like 12 by the end of the game or something like, like 11 or 12. 15. I think. Yeah. I, I think is how many I had. I, I'd have to double check, but you get a shit. Ton I did feel like them. it was a lot and you get a shit ton of them. Very, very quickly very early. Like yeah. I said, you can leave that first planet with, with at like least se- at least seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, it, but that was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking crazy. That I'm just like, I'm unstoppable. Yeah. Like, and I think that was part of it. Like, outside of the Vader fight, there was no other fight on normal mode that I felt like this is a challenge. Yeah. I was going to say, the frog guy was, was tough. Vader was tough. But for the most of it, a lot, and, 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 I, I, I like that it focuses more on deflection because I was playing a lot of Sekiro before I started playing this. Yeah. So, like, as long as you really get those deflections timed, like, you can do some really good combos mm. and you, you can really, like, hold out. Yeah. But, as you were saying. No, 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 no. Like, I, don't, I didn't think the frog guy was pretty tough, but I, I had touched back into Fallen Order a little bit. So, I was already kind of, because, like, he's he's 
just a stronger carbon copy of the guys from from Fallen Order. Yeah. Right? Same movesets and all of that. Stupid so like tongue move. Once you get those movesets down, and I had them from playing a little bit of Fallen mm. Order before I jumped into this one as I was waiting. So I was like, okay, yes, he hits me. Whoa, fuck, that hurt. But as long as I kind of stay on top of it, it's not too bad. Um, so like that guy wasn't too bad because I actually beat him long before I, I I saw this thing with the the two hammer guys. Yeah, and I was like, can you really do that? And I did it, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that would have made this fight like a billion times easier. Yeah, right. I, I focused on upping all of the resilience, so that's all your health yep. and four yep. stuff, and the single bladed and double bladed lightsaber First. lightsaber stuff. Those were the three things that I maxed out before I really touched anything else. Anything else. And then once I actually got to the force powers, I was focusing on slow because I was using slow a lot. Yeah. Because it just really makes yeah it makes it, makes tough, it easier. It makes tough situations a lot easier to manage. Yeah. No, I like, but even then long before i was at the end of the game i maxed out everything mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. i was like i have a plethora of fucking options yeah to do stuff so i i like ultimately at the end of it right like everything to me was the same mm -hmm. it was the same as fallen order it like there, there wasn't really any like the outside of the couple of uh um comp or fighting style add-ons Nothing new was added mm -hmm. as far as that aspect goes, you know? So I was like, this is just a lot of the same. Um, okay, cool. You gave me Clone Wars droids. Yeah. I, all right. Woo. <laughs> I I do. They're funny. I was gonna say they're funny as fuck. Yeah, when and you, I fucking love it. I, that they I actually love the brought that back. Yep, I love the writing for that. Oh, this view is so great. I could stay here and look at this all day. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But for the most part, the enemies didn't really Roger, feel. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Yeah, the enemies didn't really feel that special. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I mean, I really, is, I, is there anything else you want to touch on? No, yeah. no, that's basically it, man. I, I did, I did enjoy it. It did at times feel tedious, but I liked the story well enough. I liked the customization options well enough because I did spend a lot of time custom if, customizing my lightsaber and my gun. If there's a third game coming out, mm -hmm. I would recommend playing it. Yeah. If you like Fallen Order and you liked that, that play style and everything like that, and you're not looking for anything different, just maybe a couple of different puzzles or whatever, then I'd recommend playing it. If you're looking for a new challenge, you're not going to get that. Yeah. It's, it's the same. Yeah. That, that's where I stand. And I completely, like, and I completely get that. Like it doesn't really offer anything new. It continues the story. If you want that great again, if they're coming out when they, if, and when fingers crossed, they come out with a third one, if you listen to this, you got the story right there for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I absolutely you play Cal and Mirren's baby. Well, and that, well, and you and I talked about this weeks ago. I yeah. would, I would, I would like the third one to be like, it's X amount of years in the future. Kata's all grown up or she's like, you know, yeah. late, late teens, early twenties. Cal's yeah. been mentoring her three quarters of the way through the game. <clears throat> 
you you have been playing as Cal. He dies. You take over as Kata, and then like then you, you Red Dead Redemption this shit pretty much. <laughs> and, and there you go, because now you've got an, and whatever you want the story to be, right? Are we fighting the Empire? That's what I want it to be. Are we in hiding and we get fi- found out? Are we coming out of hiding because there's a problem we got to do? So, you know who knows what. Well, and it, it just kind of all really depends on where it 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 falls in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Like this is supposed to take place in between Clone Wars and uh, um, Rogue One, because uh, I believe Rogue One. Well, like it takes place around the same time because Saul Guerrero is in it and blah 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 blah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely but, like, a New Hope. But yeah, but in between there, yeah, right. Um. So like, that's what I'm saying is. Are we having this pick up after mm-hmm. the original trilogy, like in in the, like the Mandalorian? Right after after kinda, Return of the Jedi, yeah. Kind of a, and like maybe that's what you're doing. You're going out there looking for Imperial warlords. There we go. There you go, EA. We just gave you the synopsis for your game. Bam. Yeah. Send your check to this address. <laughs> um. You know. But, but like that's what I mean. Like it all kind of depends. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it takes place during the original trilogy. That'd be cool. And, and she wants to run off and join the rebellion. And you're like, well, hold on a second, you know? And then, like, you kind of, like, almost kind of like a God of War 3 situation or God of War Ragnarok situation where you, you're kind of, like, pulled into the rebellion with her, right. you and, know? And then and Cal's like, there's no more Jedi. And then he hears of this mythical kid, Luke Skywalker, who right? brought down a Death Star and he's the new next Jedi kind of a thing. And you're like, well, maybe we should check this out. <laughs> it could be anything. You know? Yeah. You so, fucking meet up with Ahsoka, which, oh my God, if I could play her. Right? Oh God. Come on, they're doing a TV show. They'll probably do some cheap-ass game about it. Don't do that. Don't, I know. Do, don't give me a cheap-ass yeah. game. Don't, not with her. <laughs> She's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. She's so that'll do it for us. Uh, again, a high recommend for me, a conditional recommend from Caleb. Um, thank you all so much for, for listening to us. We appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. Uh, don't forget, you can go to our Patreon, sign up. Uh, as to date of recording, you can still sign up for our Patreon, be entered in to win that competition. $100 gift card to the platform of your choice. Um, we'll be drawn at random at the end of the month. Um, you can don't forget you go to our Facebook page sign up subscribe like share comments tell your friends tell your mom tell your mom's friends you can email us no tokens required at hotmail.com with your questions comments concerns tell us all that good stuff and uh, yeah stay tuned next week we're doing new legend of zelda right correct or not next week next show we're doing what you tell me bro yeah you tell me yeah so thank you all so much for listening have yourselves a good one i'm chris i'm caleb and until next time Game game on Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for you in no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from the required.